Call this again. Jesus I'm the unbearable lightness of being Nicolas Cage, I believe. It's the unbearable weight of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> the unbearable weight of Nicolas Cage. A third of us remembered it. Good job, team. <laughs> Devin was the one who ultimately decided on the voice, but that is not what I'm here to say. I'm here to say I'm Luke. I'm Devin. And I'm Abby. And yeah, if you listen to our first one, uh, you've come back here for the second time, and if you didn't listen to the first one, this is a podcast where we're trying to determine things about Nicolas Cage by watching a bunch of his movies. Like, can he be taken seriously as a romantic interest in a movie? We will further explore that this time. I mean, once you get to Con Air, definitely. Oh, for sure. How, how Can I Breathe Without You is, is a staple classic of 90s Oh, songs. yeah. It won an Academy Award for a reason. Damn straight, it did. It's a bop. It Con is not Air actually won an Academy Award. Uh-huh. No, that's for best did. original song. Oh, okay. I thought the movie Con Air won an Academy Award. It should have. It, it should probably have. Won. God, God, that movie was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a dumb premise, but it's surprisingly, like, it takes its premise seriously in the good ways. It has Steve Buscemi. Oh, that cast is like the most. What? Is Connor what Airplane is parodying? No. No, Airplane came out at least 15 years prior. Yeah, Airplane is parodying and is literally adapted from like Danger in the Skies or something like that. No, Con Air is about a plane that is transporting convicts that gets hijacked by the convicts, but luckily Cameron Poe, who was unjustly put in jail, is so there it's to Snakes try. on a Plane. No. Snakes on a Plane came out many years later, and Snakes on a Plane is about a commercial passenger jet where... They get um, hijacked by snakes. They're, no, no. They're, no, they're used to try to assassinate someone. Yeah, yeah, by uh, organized crime. Yeah. I went and saw that opening Saturday. Oh, say that was a great movie. My Facebook, or my MySpace doesn't work anymore because it still has Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> designs and those aren't supported anymore nice the fact that you still know how to navigate back to your myspace says so much but the, oh, the, ca- the cast of con air though abby is absolutely stacked mm-hmm. because it has nicholas cage and steve buscemi 
It's Nicholas Cage, Steve Buscemi, villain played by John Malkovich and Ving Rhames, and a, before he broke out, Danny Trejo, a super young Dave Chappelle, and most importantly, cop played by John Cusack. That sounds fascinating. Do Nicholas Cage and John Cusack look close enough in alike in that movie that it can be confusing at times because they generally have kind of similar faces. I can N- see no, it, but no, no, not in this movie. No, they both got sad dad eyes now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, Paul Meany is in that. When Cameron Poe's got that long flowing hair. Uh huh. Now I have to Google who Cameron Poe is. Uh, that's the Nicholas Cage that was on the cutting board that I got made for Devin. Oh, yeah. okay. It's a character, not an actor. Okay. Yeah. Cameron uh, Poe is Nicholas Cage. Yes. We had a conversation last night about why my taste in movies is so shitty. It's because the first movies I remember seeing are Master of Disguise, the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie, and, um, what was the other one? Another one of that ilk. And I super enjoyed all of them. Wasn't it uh, Master of Disguise? Yes, it was Flintstones Evil Rock Vegas. Master of Disguise is a great film. Being turtle enough for the Turtle Club is a fantastic scene. Mm hmm. Also, Super Young Zach Efron in it. (laughs) Zach Attack. Uh, But yeah, we are not watching Con Air or Master of Disguise today. Today. That's in our Dana Carvey podcast coming soon. Mm-hmm. Carving <laughs> up a laugh. Oh, I hate it. We're, this time we're watching Peggy Sue Got Married. Mm-hmm. Which I have never seen. I believe it is about time travel and a coma. I believe those are thematic elements of this movie. I don't know. Time travel is all I know about it, and it also has, in addition to Nick Cage, a super young Jim Carrey. Ooh, really? Back when yes. he still had his Canadian accent? Probably. Uh, see, I was thinking Drew Carey at first, and that was that would way also more, be great. That was way more interesting. So. It also has Kathleen Turner, Helen Hunt... <gasps> A bunch of old people. Sofia Coppola. We knew that one. John That's because it's Carradine. being directed by uh, her papa, Francis Ford. Slash Nick's uncle. Yeah. I did not know that this had time travel in it, so I'm going in completely unknowing what this thing is about. Well, okay. now you know. Yeah. I, I want to be surprised by this movie about time travel and Nicolas Cage. Apparently, during the nine weeks my mom was on bed rest in the hospital before I was born, when Peggy Sue got married was one of, like, three movies that she could watch on loop. The other two were When Harry Met Sally and um, Postcards from the Edge. All three of them have scenes that are famous for women showing how they can fake orgasms. Wow. <laughs> the more you know of Luke Hare. Bling! The big thing that I know about this movie is that it is the weird feud between Nicolas Cage and Kathleen Turner. 
Because apparently... Well, Nick Cage doesn't hate Kathleen Turner, but apparently she hates him. Interesting. I wonder. She did not like how he acted. And then there's the whole the libel lawsuit where, in her memoir, she wrote that he had multiple driving under the influence arrests and for stealing dogs. What? (laughs) Specifically a Chihuahua, which he sued the hell out of her for, and she admitted that she made it up. Was she? Was the? accusation that he stole her chihuahua or just no. that he stole a chihuahua a chihuahua <laughs> wow what the fuck that i i i'm interested in the ongoing development of nicholas cage feuds because i know he also had a problem with the cohen brothers on uh, raising arizona which will probably be our next movie mm-hmm. probably oh, i love that one it's great. It keeps, it keeps showing up when we're scrolling through HBO movies. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am excited to see if we can tell why this feud started on screen, if it shows at all in the movie. Because that just sounds bonkers, and I love apparently it. Apparently, it's she didn't like his acting style. Because he's weird, apparently, in this. With weird. Fair. doing weird voices. I will take that as probably a true statement. Oh, probably. Given she complained to Francis Ford, and Francis Ford said, yeah, whatever. (laughs) I'm not gonna fire family. Suck it up, Kathleen Turner. And then Kathleen Turner got an Academy Award nomination for this movie. Did she really? Yeah. Wow. Yep, up for her cinematography and costume design. So this is actually like... A movie. Yeah. It was directed by the man who directed The Godfather, so yeah. Where's he mostly does. Directed The Godfather? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The entire trilogy, or just the first one? Yeah, all of them. Kathleen Turner also played Chandler Bing's father. Oh, I forgot about Friends. that. And voiced Jessica Rabbit. Well, that's right, you've never seen Friends. No, I just watched, or I just listened to the first two seasons of Tom Sharpling's Friends podcast, Meet My Friends the Friends. It's great, because it's a meta-commentary on podcast recap shows. We have such fucking disparate cultural references. I know. It's great. If we ever, if all three of us ever ended up in a, like, trivia show we'd probably be really good for anything that is ultimately kind of unimportant <laughs> you too no you'd think that we have a movie trivia thing that's here yeah our team gets destroyed <laughs> oh no is it like, all your teammates fault I, I mean yes because I pretty much any question that is answered is because I answered it but <laughs> But some of the questions they ask is just like, what? <laughs> like, have you like... seen this random Igmar Bergman kind of question? No. Is it even like, worse? Oh, it's like movies what? I've never heard of before. Oof. That's not fun. Oof. Yeah, but like, apparently other people know because like, like you've well, never heard of them like very B cinema or like yeah. obscure foreign shit. More of B cinema. It's like there was like one, it was like the video round, and it was nothing but drug trip scenes. What? The only one that I knew, which I've never actually seen it, but was leaving Las Vegas, and that was because I you see Johnny Depp, and <laughs> I know what he looks like in that. Well, 
And there's also like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and uh, Train Spotting, The yep, Shining. Didn't, didn't, didn't play. They only played Fear and Loathing. That was the only one. Uh, Brave Little Toaster. Mr. Was Dazed and Confused? Was like where was Dazed and Confused? Uh, we wrote that. We wrote that for every other answer that all of them were wrong. <laughs> Paprika. All right. Well, are we ready to watch this movie? Let's do it. Probably not. But let's uh, give you'll it a probably go. just need to find a place to rent it if you've not seen this movie. But let's see. Time Cage in Peggy Sue Got Married. Watching Peggy Sue Got Married, which was not what I expected. And Devin, I have a question for you. Sure. Would you like to buy a I'm going to murder you. Like I have? No. Die. Yes. That was a great voice. Thank you. He's been doing it for the duration of the movie. This is how our relationship ends. No, I did it only a few times. During the course of the movie, which would be during the duration of the movie. But not like the entire time. I That's don't. I'm... <laughs> it's a good impression, isn't it, Kevin? It was. Thank you. Also, I... I enjoyed that voice. It was fun. <laughs> it's. I don't blame Kathleen Turner. Yeah. It was a choice. It was a total choice, but it was a bold choice, and it paid off, Cotton. <laughs> <clears throat> what a film. Uh, yeah. I now think he was much more believable as a romantic lead in Valley Girl than I did originally. Yeah. Harsh. Well, to be fair, he's not supposed to be super likable in this one. No, he's supposed to be a dick who has Threaten, broken dreams. who, like, almost tries to kill her and then decides not to, but then kidnaps her. Yeah, we should probably maybe do a short recap for people who... They'll watch it. Kathleen Turner and Nicolas Cage were married, but they broke up and they had only gotten married because she got knocked up when they got done with high school. And so, wow, that's a really bad summary. I agree. <laughs> and so at their 25th reunion... It starts at the fine. 25th reunion. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm giving context... It. Someone else go. Fine. Someone else go. It is a movie that starts with Kathleen Turner attending her 25th high school reunion in which we find out that she is recently separated from her husband of 25 years who is also her high school sweetheart who is Nick Cage and she passes out at the reunion and goes back in time to high school and sees her friends and makes some decisions about whether she wants to change her life path or not be based on the fact that all of her decisions decisions affected her life and if she wants to be with Nicolas Cage or not. And it's kind of And weird. she does. She does. Which is a questionable choice. 
Yeah, and the time travel stuff is weird because she made some choices that would have definitely changed things that didn't. Like, I was kind of expecting, uh... I mean, there was definitely an, a feeling of Biff gets the Guinness Book World Records to it. But I didn't feel like at the end where Biff is cutting the lawn. Or the family is rich. Like, all no, we got was... the only was... hint we got was the book. Yeah, and that is... But we didn't know anything about Michael in the beginning. Yeah. So it didn't really feel like... It was a you-changed-his-life thing, other than now we have the dedication, which we don't know for sure wasn't there originally. Yes. Like, I would have liked something a bit more conclusive, but it was fun seeing adult teen drinking and slagging on her parents and trying to invent pantyhose a year after they were invented and hit the market. Yeah. For me, the thing that I thought was the casting for me was weird in terms of ages. Yeah, um, so in this film, Kathleen Turner is 32, and Nicolas Cage is 22, and Helen Hunt, who plays their daughter, is 23. Yeah. Yeah, that was the part I thought was the best. (laughs) Also, I didn't know that Jim Carrey is two years older than... Nicolas Cage? Apparently Jim Carrey is two years older than Nicolas Cage. But it was super weird, because, yeah, because, like, they're trying to be... They look way too young when they're at the 25th reunion. Yeah, Yeah. it was a lot of young people and old people makeup. Because, yeah, well, I don't even feel like they really did any makeup. Like, the only two people I really felt had actually any makeup on was Cage had some. Mm Mm-hmm. And... The nerd had some. Yes, but mostly he just had fake gray hair dye yeah. around his yeah. temples. Like, there was a lot of fake gray. Like, Jim Carrey just had glasses. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a worse haircut. Yes. Also, Jim Carrey, do you not know how to do lines of coke? I was watching you try <laughs> to, like, move your credit card around to make the lines, and it was like, I don't know what you're doing. That's how they do it in Canada. That makes sense. Yeah, it it was a weird movie, especially when it's like, oh, it's my birthday, I don't want to deal with all this stuff, let's go to my grandparents, oh, and my grandpa is in a cult of time travelers? Yeah, that was weird. I mean, it, it, it was strange, but it didn't feel like a weird tonal shift somehow. And then, like, the, my grandmother might actually know when she dies. Oh, and my grandfather is in this time travel cult, but he doesn't know when my grandma's gonna die. Oh, and wouldn't what? she know that he's in the time travel cult? Yeah, he, she, he lies to her and says he's going somewhere else. <laughs> well, no, he says that he's going to his, like, brotherhood or whatever, but she doesn't know what they actually do there. What also fucks with me is the locket photos that was apparently... The, the two of them as kids and not Peggy Sue's actual children? Yeah, because she straight up says that they're her children. Yeah. yeah. At the beginning of the film. Yeah. She does. Uh, it's like, do all babies look alike? Did she forget? Also, do babies do look alike. But yeah, they do. Especially that, in black fact. and white photos. But also, did the locket somehow play into the, like, 
the appraisal dude her mom had because I definitely thought that was like oh her dad is abusive so her mother is selling jewelry to escape this abusive marriage but like that never comes up again yeah no the only other like reference to the locket is when she first wakes up when she has traveled back in time and realizes that it's gone yeah also why did nobody comment on the fact that she's just wearing her fucking prom dress to school one day it was a slightly different dress it was very it heavily shiny. implied that oh look you you still fit into your prom dress isn't that adorable I took it because I thought we saw her like look in a reflection. I thought she was wearing something different. Yeah, I thought it was something different as well. Mm, questionable. Like like the others don't see the prom dress. Mm. Oh, okay, fair. Because I, 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 I thought she like that. looks in a mirror and I thought she sees like something slightly different. Oh, like a hot tub t- uh, time machine situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. I. I liked it up until the end when Nicolas Cage kidnaps her from trying to get sent back in time by the time travel cult. And then it's just like, oh, well, I want us to have to be together. And then she gets back in the normal time and either nothing happened or only one visible thing changed. To be fair, I was super into him kidnapping her from the time travel cult. If I had a girl and I saw her potentially about to have, like, a blood sacrifice to a weird time travel cult, I would rush in to save. I did love as soon as they she disappeared. They were just like, hey, let's play cards and drink. Yeah, it must have worked. <laughs> I mean, it's still essentially just like an Elks Club. So, I mean, yeah, I, that didn't surprise me. Um, I Can we go back to the fact that he, like attempted to smother her or thought about smothering her for about 30 seconds there when he broke into her house at night and i thought she lived on the second floor he did live on the second floor. yeah so they had like a really big roof that a very distraught nicholas cage was just able to get into yo he was a depressed teen that's what depressed teens do breaking houses be like hmm potentially smother for 30 seconds mm-hmm. but then he didn't so it's all good he didn't no he just made her go down to the basement and, and then he thought about smothering her again <laughs> oh, that just made me think of a basement in uh oh whatchamacallit the uh color out of space for whatever reason is her sister dead like i wanted more clarification of if her sister was dead agree. or not I totally believe the answer is yes. Well, I mean, it, the answer definitely is yes, but it's just kind of like, oh, you're here, yay, but we don't actually know that your sister is dead, so yay. And I was expecting something with the woman who was in the wheelchair at the reunion to like show up and Peggy stops her from ending up in a wheelchair. She's not actually in any of the flashbacks as far as I could tell. Yeah. Yep. But the mom from 7th Heaven sure is. I never watched 7th Heaven. One of the friends is the mom from 7th Heaven, and she just, like, looked super familiar, so I had to do a Wikipedia real quick and figure out, like, why does this lady with a mom face look really familiar? And it's because she is the mom from 7th Heaven. Oh, I see. Yeah. 
Yeah, I also like how this movie was taking place over such a long range of years, too, because Cage was not even born at the time that this movie was t- supposed to take place. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, it, I liked when they were like, oh, hey, we're going to do weird time travel stuff in this movie, but it definitely did not stick that landing point. Well, and then they tried to be like, I like how apparently she had some, like, very rare heart condition at the end there too but maybe it's not super rare maybe it's why the sister's dead (laughs) shit god damn it Devin I feel like if that's why the sister was dead she would be aware that she had it and would have taken precautions or been like oh hey yeah i know i have this heart condition and maybe this is me dying i totally expected her to get out of the time travel by stepping in front of a bus or that fire truck that's how i was expecting her to get back was like uh, i'm done here let let this thing run me over and see what happens could have had some good happy death day type stuff mm-hmm Also, at the beginning, I was very confused because I thought they were just playing a weird version of the old song Peggy Sue, but no, apparently there is just a Buddy Holly sequel to the song called Peggy Sue Got Married, which they played at the beginning, and the guitar is exactly the same. I was just like, when are you getting to the pretty, 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 pretty Peggy Sue? Interesting. I did not know there was a sequel. Well, Peggy Sue Got Married... The song is Buddy Holly's sequel to the song Peggy Sue. Yeah. No, I'm sad. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I real... thought that they hired a Buddy Holly sound-alike to sing this essentially, like, semi-bootleg version of Peggy Sue. It was the bass demo that was released posthumously. Peggy Sue could have prevented his death. Mm-hmm. I will say, um... Nicolas Cage definitely did look very similar to Logan and or Jake Paul in this movie, so I can understand from an aesthetics point after seeing this movie why they might have cast him or whichever Paul they cast in um, the Valley Girl remake. But he wasn't playing the Nicolas Cage role. He wasn't? No. Jesus. If I had a guess, I would say he's probably playing the sidekick friend. Oh, the goth who learns lessons while Nicolas Cage has the relationship? Yes. Well, that is confusing, because I was definitely like, oh, visually, I understand this casting, then. His hair was awful. Now, the bro from, who was in that Netflix movie, Night Before Christmas, with Vanessa Hudgens, is playing we watched Nicolas that. Cage role. We didn't watch that. Was that the first one I made you and Sam and Jen all watch? Uh-huh. Well, no, we all agreed to watch that one, because we all said that it sounded like fantastic bullshit. Yeah. I didn't watch that one. I watched the other Vanessa Hudgens one that she did last year, where there was oh. two of her. Oh, yes, the princess switch. Yes, that was fun. That was very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, it... the knight is the one who's playing the cage role. Interesting. If it I ever comes out. can't even, like, picture his face right now. That's fair. But yeah. I'm even looking at it, and it's very plain. So, yeah, Nicolas Cage's hair was 
terrible throughout this entire movie, though. Mm-hmm. But let's go for that nice 60s hairstyle. I respect it. It was just, like... The the thing is, is that, like, this movie really solidified this man has just always looked about 42 years old, no matter what. See, but I disagree, because when they aged him up, that was like, it doesn't look like what Nicolas Cage looked like at that age. He just looked very unhealthy. Yeah. Like, he had been eating a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> it's like, early 40s Nicolas Cage is National Treasure Nicolas Cage. That's true. He had a lot less hair then. Mm-hmm. Face more or less looks the same, just receding yeah. hairline. Just more of a forehead. More head. Yeah. Um, I can completely understand why Kathleen Turner would have gone to Francis Ford Coppola and be like, What the fuck is he doing with this voice? You don't like his voice? Uncle, please help me. <laughs> it's in my voice. Abby's trying to choke me. also he was like pulling his top lip back for the entire movie like this like there there was too much teeth like and I have seen other things he was in and he does not have that much teeth he was just very teethy in this movie apparently he voiced his or he based his voice on Pokey from the Gumby cartoon nice isn't that I a don't horse? know if you know this, uh-huh. Abby, but Nicolas Cage is an actor, so he's creating a new character, which means he gets to do a fun voice. And sometimes he talks like a vampire. <laughs> it, this did make me want to see Kiss a Vampire whenever we get to that. Vampire's Kiss? That is That's three a- movies. Yeah, he did, the aged Nicolas Cage definitely did just kind of look like he got off the set of a vampire movie, but, like, forgot to, like, remove the white powder makeup they put on him. Yeah. I was a bit disappointed that Kathleen Turner did not fall into the cake as they were bringing it forward (laughs) and just collapse on the stage. I agree. (laughs) There's a lot they could have done with that. I know. (laughs) Oh no, your skin is burning off your body, and that's why you're in this fugue state and think you're in the past. Please, those crappy candles wouldn't have burned. No. This is weird, though. This is the second movie I watched today where someone, like, almost dies and then wakes up in the past. What was the other movie? I was watching the classic film Black Knight starring Martin Lawrence. Ha ha ha! They should recast him for the Eternals movie. Make that movie canon. (laughs) (laughs) Martin Lawrence goes back in time, and he knows future things, which makes him a good knight. And also, Mm -hmm. there's one other black person in history, I'm assuming. Tracy Jordan. No, there's other black people, because they keep referring to him as a moor, which pisses him Mm. off. Just like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not sure. This one did not solidify in any way Nicolas Cage as a romantic lead. It just kind of, this one went straight into the, this guy's a fucking weirdo pile. 
Fair. Uh, why he knows was how it... to play an awkward teen super well. Why wasn't Kathleen Turner up for moving out to Utah and raising chickens? <laughs> polygamy, polygamy, polygamy. I honestly had a very hard time in this movie telling Kathleen Turner's friends apart. They had totally different hair. No, they had different hair, but, like, I couldn't, like, they didn't say their names enough so that, like, I could, like, figure out who was who. That part of it, I oh, never Oh, I agree. Quite... The entire fan group was Friends <laughs> and Jim Carrey. <laughs> well, there was really curly, wiry hair, one who mm-hmm. marries her high school sweetheart, and then there's the other blonde... And the mom from Seventh Heaven. Yeah, and she's Seventh single Heaven. and then hooks up with Jim Carrey. Yeah, yep. and does some coke incorrectly. Yeah. Was that coke? I thought that was just general painkillers. Well, it was just painkillers, but. Yeah. Still yeah, you could. Making those li- lines poorly. You can drill your own teeth after doing some lines. <laughs> <laughs> and then go back in time and invent pantyhose. A year after they were invented. Okay, I think microwaves had been invented by 1960 as well. I need to fact check this. Yeah, it. I enjoyed it and it went much faster than Valley Girl. It did go much faster. Yeah, microwaves were invented in 1946. So Peggy Sue is useless at giving people actually good ideas. She should have Was given him... Was that the him home s- one, though? And I mean, saying that you should invest yes. in these... Would have been good because at that time there's a lot of idiots who still didn't, or there was still a lot of like failed technology that was out there. Yeah, she just should have been like, "Here's here's your stock options that you want to take. You should build buy, a portfolio around this. Buy the rights to these Beatles guys. God, no, and instead she just gives, the- "We love you, yeah, yeah, yeah," to Nick Cage, and he messes with it. No, but microwave. Yeah, I'm looking here, but the like in-home ones weren't really a thing until the '70s. Oh, okay. Only because I'm Fair flashing enough. back to the Futurama episode in mm-hmm. Roswell, where they're stealing the microwave dish because real ones haven't been invented yet. Roswell that ends well. Classic. Great episode. We love you, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we love you, ooh, ooh, ooh. We love you, ooh, ooh, ooh. I the whole singing career thing was very confusing as well. Cause well, if you're excited for Nicolas Cage singing, get ready, Abby, in like six or seven movies. <laughs> the best singing from Cage. Is he the wedding singer? No, no that's, that's Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. It was Abby the film asked. I just got uh, wild at heart. The David Lynch directed <gasps> Nicolas Cage film. I'm very excited to see that one. With Laura Dern and Willem Dafoe. And he sings Oh, yes, you're very late Christmas, Christmas present. What? Didn't you what? say it was a very late Christmas present? Yeah, it was a very yeah. late Christmas present that you got. Yeah. yeah My dad I... said once I had something I wanted to text him, and like three weeks ago I texted him. <laughs> Because it's like, well, now I'm trapped in the house and can't leave, so here are things I want now. <laughs> there, that's kind of how I've been doing my birthday presents. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I'm still not sure. I think I buy Nicolas Cage less as a romantic lead now. And it kind of starts to feel like the wallpaper is starting to peel a little bit about like whether he can be an actor and not seem insane. Fair. <laughs> well, I, I guess we should figure out what we're going to watch next time. So I did well, enjoy the movie, the though. Just, oh, yes, go ahead, Abby. It just had some interesting ends. I, I did not... I enjoyed the movie... Until she decided she was ready to go home. And then the whole thing just kind of fell apart. Yeah, I would have been much happier if he had, uh... Or if she had gone and time had really changed. I feel like he needed to end it and it just was like, and it's done. Yeah, I was honestly kind of expecting her to, like, erase her children. Let's get what I thought was about to happen to which is just like, dang. Like, this is very rude of just. I would being rather me. not be a f- Nick Cage so much. I wish my children were dead. <laughs> oh, they could just be like a couple years younger. You know, if she went with his original three year plan, mm-hmm. then, you know, they'd just be a couple years younger than they were at the beginning of the movies. Could have yeah. kept the same names and everything. So, uh, next, are we doing Raising Arizona? I would say, yeah, that's the next one on the filmography. That is regularly available and that he has a major role in. Yeah. Well, also, no, it is literally his next film. Well, we we didn't do a few of them. But I'm talking straight from Peggy Sue Got Married, Luke. Yeah, 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 yeah. We but, don't need to go backwards. We have, yeah. we have reached an establishment point of, I still think he is... Not a believable romantic lead, and also the combination of the teeth bearing and accent just kind of. I I will say it definitely felt like a movie that's like, oh, if your uncle had not been the director, this movie would not have you acting in the way you are acting because it definitely felt a little bit like the kid who can just do whatever the fuck he wants. Because his uncle owns a candy store. Well, that's why I'm really excited about Raising Arizona. Because he got into arguments with the Cohen brothers in it. Because he kept telling them how they should be filming the movie. Jesus. Well, yeah. Oh, no. Be... Raising Arizona is a classic. Oh, like, it one is. One of the top Cohen brothers film. Yeah, I am excited to rewatch that. How many Cohen brothers films have I seen? Another great question. <laughs> I... There's a lot. Do you want to guess? I'm going to go with four. I will say, I think I have probably seen about as many Coen Brothers films as I have. I'm going to go Nick with... Cage movies? I, I think four is reasonable. Oh, uh, I'll go five. Oh. Okay, I have seen... Oh, shit. Well, we're already in the mid-nine. Okay, one, two, three, four... No, four. Uh, Fargo? I've seen nine. I've no, not seen Fargo. Uh, Big Lebowski. I've seen Big Lebowski. Oh, oh brother. brother. Yep. No Country? Yep. And True Grit? True Grit. Yep. I've seen Blood Simple, but I remember nothing about that. Raising Arizona. 
Fargo, Big Lebowski, Oh Brother, No Country, Burn After Reading, True Grit, uh, Hail Caesar, and... Yep. Hail Caesar's bad. I enjoyed Hail Caesar. Oh, I thought the book sucked. That's how I've seen Raising Arizona, Fargo, Big Lebowski, Oh Brother, No Country, Bird After Reading, Serious Man, True Grit, Inside Lewin Davis, and Hail Caesar. And none of us have watched The Ballad of Buster Scruggs on no. Netflix. I also thought Inside like... Lewin Davis was bad, too. But that's the one where Apocalypse has a cat and he plays a guitar. Yeah, his singing, really and his singing's very grit. good, but the movie itself is terrible. What did you say? Adam? I said I didn't really enjoy True Grit. I think I saw that on a date. I enjoyed half of True Grit. That was one where I went to go see it with my dad. That was a dad movie pick. Hmm. Interesting. I saw it with my mom. I enjoyed the half that was not uh, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> so it's not like you enjoyed the first half or the latter half. You just enjoyed the parts of the movies where Jeff Bridges was not in the movie. Or I even enjoyed scenes, but I just didn't ever enjoy him. Do you enjoy Jeff Bridges in general? Yes. But his mumbling that he did, you could not understand anything he was saying, which I just thought was terrible. Maybe that's why I left that movie not knowing what the fuck happened in that movie. I enjoyed Matt Damon. I enjoyed Haley Steinfeld. And then, who was the bad guy? Josh Brolin. I'm fascinated by this Macbeth movie that they're doing, starring Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand. Hopefully it's better than the last Macbeth movie. What a sleeper. <laughs> National treasure, Francis McDormand. For a second, I thought that was going in a different direction. I also thought she was just like, oh, we're we talking about National Treasure? <laughs> <laughs> I could see her in a remake of that movie. Remake nothing. The third one is coming out. Excuse me? Cage has spoken. I am... I'm like native museum excited for that. Is that a lot or a little? Yeah, it's that's just it. I enjoy dumb museum and heist movies. Oh, well, there's a people. lot of dumb Nicolas Cage heist movies that we'll be getting to as well. Well, then I wonder, is he more believable as a... See, can I make a prediction about what kind of... I, I can't see him playing a skilled thief. I feel like he has to be kind of either a bumbling huckster or someone who gets roped into doing what he has to do. Mm. No, Magic Mini actually plays a really good con artist. Is it believable? I was, yeah. Okay. It's him I and feel... Sam Rockwell as partners. They were really good. Ooh. And then now you have the trust, which is the beginning of the beautiful friendship of Nicolas Cage and Elijah Wood. I, have they done multiple films together? Elijah Wood's production company has been paying Nicolas Cage to make more movies. Yeah, he's been producing like most of his big movies that have been coming out. Nicola, er, and uh, Elijah Wood put together an Oscar campaign for Nick to get an Oscar for Mandy. What? Yeah, they're like really best friends, and I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's super wholesome. Well, I'm excited to get to that weirdness. There's but, a lot uh, in between. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, next time we'll get to the fiasco movie that is Raising Arizona. I am excited for that. I agree. Yeah. The next two movies might push again for Nicolas Cage as a romantic hero for you. I think more Moonstruck than Raising Arizona. I am excited to see Moonstruck based on the last eight minutes of it. No, Moonstruck definitely is a romance, but Raising, but yeah, Raising Arizona has that like great relationship between uh, Cage and uh, Holly Hunter. Mm-hmm. I am excited to see a movie that is. Wait, so did she go for playing his? No, that's Helen Hunt. Never mind. Oh, yeah. I was very concerned for a minute that she went from playing his daughter to immediately playing his well, romantic interest. She is a year older fa- than him. I was going to say, to be fair, that is actually a much more equal relationship. But It's fair. Nicolas Cage is the himbo trophy, young boy. I don't like that. No. Uh, I, will, I will take him as a bumbling... Bumbleman. Dude, you end up with when you make poor decisions in high school. I'm not sure I will accept him as a himbo. But yes, I am excited to see Raising Arizona. Yeah. At this point, my thoughts are eh, maybe if it's a movie that his uncle doesn't direct? Oh, I mean, Raising Arizona is on lists of the best movies of all time. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Congratulations, AFI. All right. Well, do we have anything to add before wrapping up? Nope. I'm good. Devin, where can you be found online? You can find me online at FredoFet. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And Luke, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at at Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Devin and I also host the Multiversal Q podcast, which... You know if you're listening to it or not. And Abby, where can people find you online? A ringing endorsement for your own shit. You, you know, if people... They ain't listening to this if they're not already listening to the other. It's fair. I mean, maybe. This comes... No, this comes out at the same rate, but there's a lot less of this. You can find me at Twitter at, Ab- at, at Abnonymous. That's A-B-B-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S. Come back in two more weeks for Raising Arizona. They're going to have a real good time. You're going to be dead before we record the next one because you're just going to keep that voice up. <laughs> hey. I guess it's just going to be Abby and me for now. <laughs> if Luke's not on the next one, it's definitely not because I murdered him. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love y'all. Have a wonderful two weeks. I hope that you all hear my voice again. (laughs) Especially given the fucking pandemic. That's also just very ominous. Blah, 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 blah,
Did you enjoy that good pillow content I sent you too, Luke? Yes. I also shared Abby with I'm that I'm sorry that you're now just... Nicolas Cage is becoming a decorating theme. <laughs> <laughs>